Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster sampler that includes all the meat in four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info this man needs medical attention holmberg's morning sickness the old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail you hear that oh yeah did you hear that little chunks of the sky (laughs) falling yeah little chunks of the sky Good morning, everybody. Hello there. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett. Big Dick Toledo. That's right. Oop, there's another one. Little chunk of this guy just hit me in the head. <laughs> Damn, stupid. It's coming down, Brady. The whole thing's coming oh, down. I feel it. It's all coming down. Just, just, oh, Jesus, God almighty. There's another one. Now it's coming down heavy. Ah, sky's falling. Man, the emails. Damn you, Holmberg. You're a depressing group. I got listen to the first thing, and right? Kevin Leach is funny. He goes, "How many chicken littles this morning, John? Let us count the ways." Yes, you're right, Kevin. It's a lot. This one, first one I read. John, we live our lame lives through you, and you didn't go to the game last night. And I knew you weren't there after the opening tip. I just sensed it. You're the good luck charm. <laughs> now get on a plane, get your LAS up there, have chunks the wop and the bastard hold down the fort with a best of Woody show or whatever the hell it takes. Get your Ching Chavez <laughs> in the arena or Ching Chavez ass in the arena. Fork out the cash and bring the luck. I can't afford it. I do it myself. I was furious at you last night, Cody. Your Cody, fault now. Uh, huh? I, yeah, because wow. you know I'm putting up. That's a great point. I'm putting up 14 and 10 <laughs> on a reg coming off the bench. Yep, it's uh, everybody's trying to figure out what happened. And again, the assumption that uh, all the fans have is that the Clippers reached into a hat. <laughs> And said, oh, we get to be in the Western Conference Finals. We're a talent. They're not. They're a really good team. Oh, there's some more. God damn it. That sky is tumbling, man. Oh, it's, Jesus, some cards are going to hit the... It's kind of getting scary. Yeah, it's... Well, look, they're a good team. They're a quality team, and they're outplaying the Suns when they outplay them. They're, here's the thing. Calm down, Chicken Littles. 
don't know about you, Brad. I don't know if you're chicken littling yet. You seem pretty no. calm. I don't no, think I'm you're good. Chicken yeah, I'm you good. know sports. Uh, sort of halfway expect a young team like the Suns to not know how to close out a conference finals. And a team like the Clippers, who have a couple guys who have been there before and know this, this system, they basically know how to do this. They know how to not lose a series. It's a lot easier to sit with your back against the wall and fight than it is to put somebody away. Yesterday's game was definitely one of those, uh-oh. Oh, uh, just from the opening tip. Yeah, I mean, they I mean, came it was out ridiculous. with intensity, oh, and they were man. faster, and they mid, were better. Yeah. Mid-third uh, quarter, said, I got to go walk the dogs. <laughs> yeah, you just got to get away from the TV. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was brutal. It was a beat-up. And then, you know, just to prove, you know, it's like trying to pin somebody who doesn't want to be pinned. When the Suns took the lead at 61-60, you just saw them go, nope, and slither out of it. And that's what desperate teams do. They just get away from you. When you're trying to attack them, it's like, uh, you know, it's a fight. When a guy, you know, has the best of you and you won't go away and then you finally, okay, now we seem to have the lock on everything. He's going to get out of there if his, if his life depends on it. The Clippers are on life support, so it makes sense that they would have a game like that. Plus, both teams were due to shoot the lights out. The Suns still haven't had that game yet. Uh, the Clippers did. They shot the lights out last night, 55%. They were at 70 for a little while. They just did. They didn't, they didn't slow down in clutch sh- shooting. And man, oh man, take this to heart. It's fun to hate Patrick Beverly. That guy makes it real easy. Oh, yeah. He enjoys being the bad guy. He's that Rodman type player. He's just got like that. Bring it. Yeah. yeah. And he's got that thing that you're like, ah, oh, you're the. And this is the thing I love about sports is that guy isn't just, you know, some dopey dude out there making noise and banging into people, getting 5,000 walking off us. He can play. Like he's, he's hitting, making things He's hitting happen. a couple shots. He's defensively, he's a nightmare. And uh, you know he called Chris Paul out on the flopping. That was a that was a flop move. Chris Paul's got to stop. My my beef with the whole Suns situation is when their backs were against the wall last night. When they started to see like, okay, we can't catch him. We got to. They started like jumping all over the floor trying to get calls and throwing themselves around. And I'm like, stop it. Just play the play the goddamn basketball game. If somebody knocks you down for real, fall down. If you get hit in the face, fall down. But don't throw your legs around in the air and flail. You're not getting the calls anymore. It's not happening. It's this game five, six, and seven of the conference finals. You're the laughing stock when you're throwing yourself around at three and barely hitting the rim. Stop it. Play the goddamn game. Go to the basket. Good things happen when you go to the basket. They'll foul you. Well, I think that's the prime example of why they're not a team that goes to the basket. I mean, right now, that's not available. Wow. So they're depending on their outside shooting, and that's not happening. Well, the Clippers are playing a zone. So yeah. you're, you're defensive. And they're foiled. That. You try yeah. to, well, yeah, you, you try to shoot. You're a shooting team. There's some Suns are a shooting team. So the zone opens up outside shots. Okay. And hopefully this Gotta is hit a, a slump. Got to hit the shots. That's it. But that's a good defensive team. But I'm so sick of, and, and the officiating and the replays take fun games. And destroy them. And last it's night, turning into getting, baseball. It started getting boring last night. Yeah, that's night. what I'm saying. It's yeah. turning into baseball yeah. at the replays. The fourth quarter, which had runs and, you know, oh, we're the five. And then you got a replay and you got this. Flagrant one. Uh, you know, is it a flagrant one? He got poked in the goddamn eye. There's a uh, 30 for 30 thing I was watching in the hotel when I was in L.A. Me and Kevin Ray were watching the Celtics and Lakers. And uh, I had forgotten how physical that was in the 80s. And Kurt Rambis went up for a layup. And Kevin McHale grabbed him by the neck and threw him on the ground. And there was no, like, review flagrant one. And Kevin's like, that's a weak suspension in today's game. What just happened? Like, we're laughing at it. And they basically just said, quit bitching. Kurt, take your two shots. Everybody line up. We don't have all day laying around acting like Kurt Rambis didn't flail. They tried to fight. 
Everybody, you know, they broke the fight up. And they're like, all right, take your two shots and let's get the game going again. Like the old, like, mentality. Now, you want to definitely make it so nobody's trying to hurt somebody. Probably get a flagrant one or a technical on that today. But enough with the I, – I, I love Chris Paul. I think he's awesome. But this this float your feet in the air every time you shoot because you're trying to land on a guy rather than hit the shot is ridiculous. And they're good enough to no, hit the shot. No, potentially can get the veteran break. Did you see what he did? They almost broke his back yesterday yeah. playing around with that. It's just garbage. So, And I'm not, I'm not a fan that's going to say, oh, the refs are – they're calling a they're calling a crap game both ways. I mean, there was a few calls where you're like, I, I was I agreed completely with Patrick Beverly when he started to do that that flip flop walk when he did yeah. the thing making fun of Chris Paul. I'm like, he's right. And and Suns fans were fairy. Oh, he, he didn't flip him. He barely touched him. Chris Paul threw himself on the ground. And it's interesting the perceptions because I, I mean, um, I think Booker gets called for some. Booker gets Charges, some weird calls, yeah. And George is laying that shoulder in left and right. Paul George and never chicken gets wings, guys. Oh, yeah. it, it, Paul George definitely gets away with that chicken wing push yeah. off. And yeah, Book doesn't but seem to get any you calls. You know, again, he's out physicaling everyone. Well, and for some reason allowed to. And, and you know, yeah. the game I was at, Patrick Beverly was was like holding people with his hands. Like you could see his hands gripping guys. And I'm like, okay, you don't see a lot of that stuff, you know. And we got a guy that does it too. Jay Crowder is a – he grabs hold of guys. Like he's – so we've got it. We get those calls. The calls aren't uneven. Yeah, you saw the jersey pull yeah. where he got the, the the hand of the face on right. George. And he poked him in the he eye. pulled the jersey yeah, first. Trying to, trying that, to, it was a whole bunch of fouls, and that's fine. They let them play to a certain extent. Yeah, that, they're, What they're doing right now is letting you get away with one if you do two on a play, you're getting the second one's yep. getting called. So Paul George understands that and is throwing one elbow at a time. If he bangs into you after with his shoulder, he's going to get called for that. So they're not calling an uneven game. What I am upset about with the refs is when they're calling the fouls. They'll let them play, let them play, let them play. A run will start happening. You're like, okay, we got a little momentum. And then they then they hit you with like, you've been calling that all night. And all of a sudden this guy bumps in. Oh, that's a, now we're going to the line on that? The other end of the floor in the middle of this, this little you know run was crazy. Some guy said, how did he flop? I get this already. How the hell did he flop? His legs got swept underneath him. The reason why is because, and it's a rule that's leaving basketball next year, is jumping and kicking your legs out in front of you is designed for that. He didn't want to land on his back. He didn't want to like break yeah, his back. Yeah, he wasn't planning on He got that. bumps, but yeah. he's trying to throw his legs out forward. That's what Patrick Beverly did that little crazy walk for. Is like he, he flails himself out there. He didn't want to get undercut, but he did it to himself. If and he I noticed just, that difference on yeah, the, their garbage. players on uh, – you know, the Clippers are stepping around the picks. I've noticed that four or five times last night where our Suns players go behind it, well, which opens up the three. Cam- and, campaign that did that a twice. That's a, it's just a, that was a bad play. Campaign did that twice. You're not supposed to go the direction he did. Yeah, he went behind the pick, and that leaves it. It's just a perfect screen now. Thing I love. Did you hear Van Gundy when he was talking when they were talking about the Crowder, uh, the Crowder technical? Yeah, he's just like, I don't think it's technical. I'm yeah. sick of the sissification yeah. of this league, and he's I'm like, wow, right on the sissification of basketball. Yeah. Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, the, the, like the sissiest looking dude in that. Exactly, is like yeah, man he's, up. He's 100 <laughs> percent right. But the rules that are going to go away next year are what Chris Paul does. Well, there's three of them. Chris Paul does that jump and then throw your leg out a little bit and try to get the guy to roll you, and then you kind of land funny or you. Uh, Again, I love the guy. I think he's awesome. But how many three-pointers last night did he shoot and miss by a lot, and you look and he's laying on the ground? Because he's yeah. trying to get a foul. He's trying to get a three-shot foul more than he's trying to hit the shot or, or make something happen. If he hits and gets it, he's a hero. 
I mean, but no, it's and hero that's ball. how the game works. You're, you're playing hero ball, and hero ball gets you nowhere. Hero ball is that thing. It's like, look at I, I got trounced and I hit the three. You're not hitting your threes, so stop flailing. That rule goes away next year. The other one that I can't stand that's going on, and both teams do it, is when you uh, bring the ball up and you get ahead of the trailing guy, and you get in front of him and stop or slow down and try to get him to run you over. Yeah, play basketball. Quit hunting fouls. And then that thing Paul George is a genius with is uh, when a guy's got his hand up on you. The old hand check rule's back, evidently, too, because they're they're letting him run with that. And he'll have a hand on your hip or whatever. And then they swing their arms into it and then act like like they're shooting. And even the refs know. It's like, well, you're way back here in the three-point line. We're not going to give you three shots for that. They tangle your arm up into theirs. Right. That's that's a thing that's going away next year. They're not calling those that not allowed. That'll be on the – on the guy who tries. So next year, there's going to be penalties for trying to do that flop foul. And look, Suns fans, I know you don't want to hear it, but Chris Paul is, is doing it shots, a lot. It's, it's a different story. Yeah, he's, yeah, if he's hitting his shots and flailing on the ground and getting four, four-point plays, all of a sudden you're like, you're taking advantage of the system. But right now, he's not hitting his shots. And I, like at the end of the game, when it was still three minutes left, down 12, 14, you hit a three, you make a run, you hope they miss a couple free throws, you got this thing. You got, a, you got a shot. But there's, you know, Paul is standing out there, and he's got campaign doing it too, shooting and then throwing themselves on the floor. I'm like, all right. You're, you're not that off balance. The thing he did with uh, when he, when he fell on his – Jackson. Well, he's a killer. The thing Chris Paul did when he fell on his back was due to the fact that he was trying to draw a foul, and then he got messed up and ended up – he almost took himself out of the series. That was a terrible landing. It was dumb. Flat dumb. If a guy knocks you down, fall down. But if he doesn't, yeah. stand your ground and be a man. I think they'd call more fouls if these guys didn't flop all over. I think if they if you just took the hit and got jarred, you'd be like, "This is gonna go." Do I have to do I have to scream and yell like a woman every time a guy bumps into me and, and slide across the floor? Booker needs two more. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Guys yeah, Booker. You know, and Booker is, a, yeah, Booker is a guy who's not throwing himself. When he goes down, he goes down because he got bumped. Yeah, that Reggie Jackson is. Well, Reggie is playing. And then, well, he's Morris. playing out of his head for a reason because he's a, he's getting a contract. B, he was pretty much out of the league last year. Yeah, he's got yeah. something to prove. Yeah, he's he's. This is his time to shine. He's making every time he's out on the floor, he adds a couple million more. But Reggie's going to get twenty plus million just based on his playoffs because he is a. There was early talk about that. He didn't do much with Detroit. No, and he, he didn't came do, over here no. and pretty much rejuvenated himself. Yeah, and he's, he's got the perfect role. Ice right in now. his veins. Yeah. I mean, every time the Suns had a run, Reggie Jackson ended it. He was the guy. He's Mister October in June. That's why they're calling Mister June. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this Clippers team is no joke, and everybody, you know, we all got a little high on the Suns going off ah, four over in the Denver. You had Kawhi Leonard to this mix. The better team won last night. Of the two two teams yep. on the floor, I mean, you just well, it comes down cap. to the for the, the Suns in order to roll the way they do shooting percentage. Yeah, it's you got to hit make your their shots. shots. They're different well, you teams. need something from Jay Crowder and Mikel Bridges at this point. Yeah, and those guys aren't. And and DeAndre Ayton was completely baffled last night. And give it to Ty Lue, the head coach of the Clippers, because what he was doing when Ayton was in 
was confusing Aiton to he no looked end. Lost. He looked lost from jump. And and to have Morris constantly posting up on Booker was a tribute to what Ty Lue was doing with that lineup and getting the ball where it needed to go and setting picks to set up. He was setting the Suns up. That was a chess match that first period because how many times that miserable Marcus Morris just on was, a roll. was backing down Devin Booker and there was nothing you could do because it's like, ah, we're all in the wrong spot. Everybody's in the wrong place. Even the transition help would have screwed things up. So, And Book played him well. That guy just hit everything. So that was Ty Lue won that game last night. Period. That was a better team. The Clippers were a better team last night. You tip your cap, and again, Chicken Little, had I told you, hey, you're up. I told you back in March. By the way, I've seen the future. We got two games I, oh, to I, do well, this. Back in March, if I'd have said, I saw the future, <laughs> and the Suns are in the Western Conference Finals, and they're up 3-1, would you take it? With two two home oh, games yeah. left, would yeah. you take oh, yeah. it? If I, if I said, I, hey, I, back in February, I had my time machine. And I came back in February. I'm like, Suns are in the Western Conference Finals. It's 3-2. Got two left. Would you take Going to the Clippers. Would you be excited yeah. or would you be down? So settle down, Chicken Little, because it's still 3-2. Last night was daunting. And here's the other thing you need to keep in mind. The Clippers are due to win one of the close ones. The Clippers are due to not have, you know, the, the two Suns games, the, the Valley Oop, and then that thing last Saturday that I don't know what that was, that 84-80 game. Clippers are due to pull one of those out of their hat, too. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. I think this goes seven. I didn't want it oh, to, yeah. but after last night, they're coming home. I NBA's doing home. a great job home. with this series. Yeah, they, they might be. I don't think I, you need to do too up. much, but no. uh, there there wasn't to me. And I'm look, I'm looking for reasons to. There wasn't much reason to sit and say the refs blew it. This is that Clipper team beat the Suns last night. Period. <laughs> That's it. You can blame refs. You can get mad at this, that, and the other. That Clipper team went on the floor, and uh, without the help of the refs in the first, they were up twenty, fifteen, something like that. Uh, they kicked the, out of the Suns last night, and it's and it's up to the Suns to get angry and say, "Hey, we got our asses kicked," and that's not going to happen twice. So, but I think the next one's tight. I think it's another physical battle. The Suns come out, play a little. They have to earn an identity. Are they the tough team? Are they the shooting team? Are they you know they can play all sorts of basketball? Yeah, Aiton Aiton was the the guy last night that needed to win the game without Zubats, and he didn't. Yeah, so, he's lost. Yeah, he just he was he was, <laughs> he, was he was manipulated by the other the other lineup. It was it was a master class. And coaching and rotations, what you saw last night with Lou. He was great. John, just tell CP3 he's falling on the deck like a WNBA player. It, it is. It, I said that last <laughs> night. I'm like, this is like the goddamn WNBA. Stop There's falling down. There's a lot more down. flopping, that's well, for sure. In the WNBA, they just fall down. There's no reason for it. Like, I don't understand. Like, the WNBA falls are just... Not even foul situations. No, 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 just girls just standing there will fall down. That's true. Like, people think I'm making fun, but they'll be on the free throw line, and just, like, someone will fall, and they have to stop the game. Like, I don't understand what is going on. With lady balance, it doesn't, but these dudes are, last night was WNBA-ish to me. They're, look, you're not getting the calls. Stop. Monty's got to get in their heads and say, you guys, quit chasing fouls. Quit chasing that ghost and you're play the game. You're in your own dome, too, yeah. somewhat. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're, just, you're just grinding. Well, you're basically telling them, we're not, we can't do anything, and you're so physical. Yep. We have to try to get the referees to hate you. Refs aren't blowing the whistle. It ain't working. But it is fun to watch, man. That's uh, I just can't I can't watch that flop ball. I don't like it. I don't like it when it's my team. I don't like it when it's the other team. If the if the Clippers were doing crap like that, and they are, you'd be like, guys, play the game. And Booker, you know, I, I didn't tell you guys. I sat next to Kevin and I sat with Devin Booker's mom and his sister on the flight over to L.A. What incredibly no. wonderful people! His sister was a sweetheart. She's uh, I don't know. She's like thirteen years old, but 
super cool, like really nice. And she introduced herself, like, because I guess Kevin Ray is friends with Devin's dad, Melvin. And uh, and mom came over and was like, just, you'd never know. Like, and Kevin. she looks, she looks just like him. Didn't even realize, like, you look, and, and uh, Kevin goes, that's uh, books, mom. And I'm like, of course it is. I just, I'm like, that's exactly, that's of course it is. Super sweet. She had the mask on and everything. Yeah, she wore the mask, and she even said it. She goes, Tevin's got a purple Kobe's. Got to, got to be careful out there, but get, you know, they're physical. Like Sister came out with her championship belt. Yeah, she was strong, <laughs> strong girl. No, they were super sweet, but they were saying the same thing. It's like you got to stop, got to just hit the shots, stop worrying about the refs, and that's this. That's exactly what happened last night. You fell behind early. You got out coached. You got outplayed. Like Al McCoy says, put it in a deep freeze and move on to the next one. Who cares? You're up 3-2. You got a home game left. Even if you blow this next one, and I wouldn't, you can take it away. That's actually really cool. Go win another series in L.A. <clears throat> that ain't so bad. No. So, Suns fans, it's okay. The sky is not falling. Oop, one more chunk of sky. <laughs> L.A.'s tightening the circumference of the rims right now. And they did it last. They really did. Those oval rims, like yeah, a, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Step right up, step right up. See, guys, switching it every time. They're legal. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, it's okay. But last night was tough. That was a tough one to watch. No fun as a fan, especially when you saw the opening tip and you're like, something weird is going to happen here tonight. And it just uh, one after another, you're like they're they're out running them. Like George was playing possessed though. Well, yeah, that he, dude was just, he, and that's the thing that happens in closeout games. Yeah. The superstar. He woke up a little bit. Well, the oh, superstar yeah. is a superstar. Or he's not. You're either a closer or you're a guy who's like, ah, I'm a regular season. All my points and all my statistics are empty calories. Yeah, uh, I'm either a guy who shows up when it counts or I'm not. That's what Michael Jordan was so amazing about. That dude was 30 points a night against the best competition, and when you needed him, he was 55. And when you really needed him, he was thirty with the la- with a ball in his hands at like, the end. How did he get thirty points? And you never Some yeah. nights, you every yeah. night quiet. He was like sitting there going, "I don't think Jordan's doing anything." He's got twenty eight. You are like, "It's the third quarter." When did that happen? And then you just knew in the fourth, like he's he's doing things. Now you are going to start to notice him. Yeah, and that's what Paul George did last night. He became playoff P, pandemic P. It's a playoff P. Yeah, he played last night. And tip your cap. Sometimes you get your ass kicked. It's evenly matched. And just take a breath. Settle down. I mean, I know the entire city smells like it's on fire, but it's not. What is that? A forest fire stink going on? I know. What is, what's, I was worried my I house was burning down when I woke up. It, it was, it was uh, really cloudy coming in, yeah. too. It's all the heat maybe coming down from Oregon. and. Oh, is that it? The people yeah. are burning in Oregon from the 110 <laughs> degrees? I mean, they're, they're going crazy over there. Like, we're cooking. We're baking cookies in our car. They're doing all the heat things. It's adorable. All the yeah. idiot things that uh, we yeah, do in yeah, like do, May, yeah. yeah. Well, all the idiot things that a new weatherman in Phoenix does. Yeah, I'm frying an yeah. egg on the sidewalk. I yep. came all the way here from Did San that. Jose. We've never had this before. It's my fr- okay. Every like every new DJ that comes to town yep. has to stand outside in the heat and act like it's a thing that we don't know about. How hot is it? I always tell that like <laughs> to comedians and stuff. I joke. Around, I was in the green room with Lovitz that one time, and I said, "I said, so you're going to open up with weather talk?" No. Like, yes, you are. All comedians come to town and act like you figured out we have hot days. Like, you're the one that's the, have you noticed how hot it is, guy? It's hot here. Everyone in the audience knows it. We don't need to hear it. And now you've killed my first 10 minutes. <laughs> it's like nobody wants to talk about, oh, geez, 105. We don't care. Uh, anyway, so what are you going to do? It's all right, everyone. It's all right. It's old Uncle John patting you on the back, tussling your hair. 
Hey, son, you'll get them next time. Come on, buddy. Everybody's got to be like Tanner and Lupus right now. Take your, take your trophy and shove it up your ass. Just wait till <laughs> next game, Clippers. <laughs> got two left. Maybe just one. That's one thing. The Clippers have two games left for sure. We can make it so they have one. One, yep. It's up to the Suns. Got to just play a better game. Stop flopping around. Two lousy shooting games. And there's a certain amount of that credit has to start going to the defense. They're playing. Yeah. Those guys are playing. Not That's like the Suns I, are just, I thought, oh, man, they look like they're figured out now. Yeah, Jake like, Crowder's really, just, hurrying every shot. He used, to, he, he used to have to take that three, take a half second. He's grabbing and in-flow shooting. And, and you've got to credit the defense oh, for that they, a little bit. There's enough distraction 100%. there that – they're just off they're a hurrying. little bit. The Suns are rushing yep. shots. They're not. They're getting good looks and rushing the shots. It's all right. Three two. We haven't been in this position in a long time. It's very easy to fall into the category of of Chicken Little. Crowder needs to bring his uh, salsa dancing back. To, yes, he does. Know, I mean, he that was a little sassy. <laughs> God damn it! There's that, that sky is caving. That was in. a satellite. That was a big Man. chunk of sky right there. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five nine eight hundred. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUPD. Wake up! This is bad. Bad, bad, bad. That's a joke, right? You're joking? You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.